My name is Zakir Mohammed, and you are listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. This weekly podcast features women of purpose sharing stories of resilience. They are wives, artists, entrepreneurs, they run businesses, and here they will share their stories of how they overcame obstacles and how they're juggling it all. If you're ready to learn about professionalism, entrepreneurship, business, travel, life, and love, you're in the right place. You will hear real and raw stories of survival. Now it's your turn to be inspired to step outside of your own comfort zone. I am a cancer survivor, brand cultivating strategist, world traveler, and a professional photographer. I'm your host of the Living Legacy Podcast. Let's get into it. Today is Wednesday, October 9th, 2019. October 10th, 2019 is World Mental Health Day. This is also episode 25, and I will be doing my part to raise awareness for all mental health issues by sharing an exclusive excerpt from my opportunity to speak on the mental health and travel panel at the Audacity Festival. The Audacity Festival is the first travel conference for people of color, whether that you're African-American, you're Asian-American, or you're biracial. They had their second annual Audacity Festival, but it was the third time that they've had it because it is founded under the organization called Nomadness Travel Tribe, and I've mentioned it in a numerous previous travel-related episodes. This is a flashback from September 28, 2019. It was such an honor to be able to be on a panel with three other panelists, and on this panel, we talked about traveling with purpose, whether it's self-care, escapism, and also many tips for um, Nervous Flyers. One of the questions at the end was, what are tips for Nervous Flyers? So we all kind of gave tips on how we all deal with the anxiety behind traveling and why we travel. Now, bear with me because the first few minutes, it was very, very windy. It was very, very hot, but it was very, very windy. It was an outside panel. I had no idea how windy it was. There's a YouTube version of this video if you would like to watch it. Um, Just Search on YouTube for Zakir and I are, um, my first and middle name. And then you'll see Audacity. So you'll see the YouTube video. And so I noticed my, my beautiful po- polka dot skirt was just flowing. But of course, I didn't realize once the audio, once I was listening to the audio, that all that wind would picked up in the, um, in, the, in the sound version. So bear with me, though. The first, like, three minutes is very, very windy. But I began actually answering questions you know, from the moderator at around around the five or six minute mark. I'm going to be doing my part of World Mental Health Day and sharing this excerpt. So I do hope you enjoy this episode and feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts that let me know what your favorite part of this episode was. And I hope you learn a lot from this episode. How's everybody doing? Are you hot? (laughs) We got a little cloud cover right now. I think that's the Lord universe smiling down on us. (laughs) So thank you guys for being out here in this sun. We're going to talk about something that we don't always like talking about, which is mental health. Hi, my name is Zakia Mohammed. Um, I am a brand cultivating strategist as well as a world traveler and a cancer survivor. I have been to 10 countries so far. And um, yeah, I just love being able to talk about emotional and mental health. Nice. Hello, I am Fuel. I am a native Memphian. I'm the second oldest of seven. 
Um, I just recently got into my calling. Um, I just had a show called Feminine, and um, it was in on mental health. And I found that this is kind of like my niche, and so this is a beautiful thing because I used mental health in my life as a, a coping mechanism. So I'm excited to be on this panel. So first off, I think we need to define mental health for these folks. So what it is, what it's not, the myths around it, and you know, whoever wants to start, just jump on. I believe mental health is one of the most important aspects of the human body, basically. If your mental uh, health is not in top, tip top shape, everything else will fall just like dominoes. It all follows suit. To me, mental health is the start of your whole health. Um, and, and pretty much your whole wellness because where your mind is, wherever your mind is, if your heart is, or what your body is, you know, it starts with your head first and that's when your whole other body will follow suit. And that's why I kind of hate sometimes when, um, as far as healthcare is concerned, they kind of separate it because when it comes to that, it's really whole health. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, people don't realize when you're tired, you're hungry, your hormones are out of whack those things can sometimes stem from what's going on in your mind because you're not taking care of yourself because your mind's not there to tell you the things that you need. So definitely agree with that. Now, how about, we know when we're happy, we know when things are good. How about when things, when you're mentally unwell? Like some people will go to extremes like, you know, oh, I'm just, if somebody's depressed, they're just in bed all day, they don't do anything. But that's not really the reality of being mentally unwell. There's so many different facets and also, if you want to tie it into travel, some of the ways that travel can help and also... Well, here's my thing when it comes to mental health and travel and um, being, what you said, unwell. Number one, mental, mental illness or mental health has no certain look. That's why we have functioning drug addicts. They're functioning, you think they're well, but behind closed doors, they're crying and depressed. And there's another reason why we have this whole mental health um, and travel movement because what I've known is we have a lot of people out there traveling and doing things and stunting for the gram and doing all these pictures. But what are, are why are you traveling? Are you traveling for spiritual reasons? Are you just traveling to hate in front of somebody else? Because um, I've heard a lot of disturbing stories that people are doing and they're they're um, getting killed over just some random photos. Um, as far as mental health and travel is concerned so um but however like it's a double-edged sword travel can also make you well spiritually well and bring those things up one of my main issues with people traveling they think traveling is going to solve their problem if you're depressed and down and out in california or in texas going to bali and going to japan ain't gonna stop your depression or you know what I'm saying? Um, you're still you, gonna be depressed. you go, that's where you are. Right. So you still need to get down to the root of the problem, and that's what I'm trying to get to people and you know, spread that message. Is um, and one, um, let's talk about it. Let's have some conversations about it. You know, one, of, one of the biggest issues with um, African Americans and Black people, period, is we don't like to talk about mental health. We go from we think it goes from way to the left to the extreme to being bipolar. No, you can just have anxiety right now. I had anxiety like five minutes ago. So I had to rush me out here from day one. Stream anxiety. Jenny, go main stage. Yes, I'm coming. But, you know, it doesn't have to be that extreme. Yes, I believe that um, here in the U.S., uh, it's very stressful. It's a very stressful environment with work, with family, with everything else that's going on. And 
it's so easy to get caught up in that. And so for me, when it comes to travel, travel is that self-care. Travel is the one to help me reconnect with myself, reconnect with what does make me happy, what does make me feel good, when the things are not going to great. So when I do choose my solo trips, most of the time it's to places that I know make me happy. I love water. I'm going to go to the place with the beach. I love uh, authentic food and culture. That's where I'm going to go. That's the places that I choose to go to when I want to choose to travel to help my mental health. So it's almost like a distinction between escapism and traveling with purpose to actually address your mental health issues. Um, so if anybody wants to touch, I don't know if you guys know what escapism is. I wanted to chime in on a double-edged sword thing. So personally, I found myself um, now discovering how traveling has been healing for me. But um, before then, before I was truly finding a space of self-awareness, um, it was a form of escapism. It was a form of, okay, well, I feel this way, but if I go here, I'm gonna get this instant gratification. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna take the pictures, I'm gonna stunt for the gram. Um, and then you come home and those problems are back sitting with you. Or even when you're there, you're not really able to um, have a fulfilling trip. Um, my last trip that I feel was really fulfilling for me um, was when purpose was behind it. Um, I, went, I ended up going to Costa Rica and I had all of these anticipations Anticipations and expectations of what the trip was going to do for me, but I ended up finding a lot of obstacles and bumps in the roads, and it really made me sit with myself, um, and I discovered myself in a new way, and was able to look at the obstacles as a healing component. So it is definitely a double-edged sword, and I do agree that um, purpose must be behind um, why you're moving and what you're trying to discover within yourself. So. Um we're talking, let's talk a little bit about self-discovery. So when you're traveling, I feel like if you're traveling for escapism, you're trying to get away from everything, but you, you really can't. And as you, the, the deeper you get into going into these places and to learning about new cultures and new things, um, I I'm a little bit nervous, y'all. Okay, y'all. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So self-discovery, right? Self-discovery. Self Thank you. And how, yeah, how it goes along how, with travel. Yeah, so I feel like self-discovery is also a double-edged sword because, you know, you think that you're going to find yourself by eating pasta and eat, pray, love, and everything's going to be lovely. And then you might be in your hostile bed just crying because you figured out when you self-discover, everything that you discover is not going to be great. Mm. So how have you guys, like some of the things that you, gone through as far as like maybe a particular place that you've gone or a particular experience if you want to speak on specific to self-discovery. Well. Okay. Okay, I'll get. Okay, so my last trip, I like I said, my company is called Work and Play. We work a little, we play a lot. Um, with those trips, I end up uh, intertwined volunteerism and mental health. The last trip was this past um, September called Eat eat, pray, love, and party. That's the play part. So with this trip, uh, we did volunteerism, and then we, all had a, we also had a mental health um, piece added to it, where we had um, two days of sister circles uh, in conjunction with holistic counseling and sound, um, vibrational sound healing with the ladies. And the ladies, um, it actually brought me to tears just to see what the ladies were actually going through and was able to finally speak and address some of those, the issues that they had. 
they never thought that they, you know, they thought they were just going on a trip, you know, something fun, you know, yeah, we get to do this and we do that, but then what they really got was they got healing, they got able to talk about something and take some tools with them to go home to. And so that's what one of my trips done. It was self-revealing for them. They didn't know that all those emotions were gonna, I mean, it sounds like good, sisters are like, oh, let's talk, but then it's like, no, we're gonna talk about some real shit. <laughs> we're gonna talk about this shit, because when you get home, it's gonna be some changes. And I think that's the issue about some of these travel experiences. You don't want to just experience and, you know, do all these other things. You really want some change in your life to be positive. Um, so that's the self-discovery part that you can take with you. That's the experience that you want. And I think when people say that cliche word, um, don't collect things, collect experiences, um, I think that's what they're, where we're really, really talking about. Not just traveling here and traveling there, traveling to a different country that nobody else has been to. I'm going to travel to this country first and get to this place first. No, what, exa what is the experience that you're really trying to take back with you besides that picture on Facebook and Instagram and that tweet? I think I have two um, travel stories to share. One of them, the first time I ever stepped on the continent of Mother Africa, I was with an organization called Operation Crossroads Africa, and they are the Peace Corps before the Peace Corps, so they intentionally told us during orientation, this is not a tourist trip. You're going to learn about yourself more than you will learn about your culture, and that was definitely the truth. So with that trip, I learned you know, so much about myself, a, a different level of patience, a different level of independence, and things well, of that sort. And then, um, fast the forward a few years later, I ended up taking a trip to the Gambia. And um, I, I knew what I didn't knew because I met, I had, ironically, I met my husband through mutual um, friends. And so I ended up going there right and actually meeting him in person. I met him in person. The water. Um, it also brought up the conversation of spirituality because I'm also a practicing Muslim and that is a predominantly Muslim country. So I also had to explore right. okay, they just spirituality. Started. Not only was I entering a new chapter of life, I had to explore like how do I really feel about okay. all of this. So sometimes all right. so we right. end up getting into situations during travels that cause us to uh, examine that, that part of ourselves. Um, for self-discovery, my biggest thing is perspective. I find myself running into people and they get a side eye because I'm a young lady walking with two canes and to um, go out of a, the country, one, alone, meeting a friend, um, and try to navigate on my own and allow myself to open up and trust strangers that I've never met before. Um, it helped me to understand there are more good people than I thought, you know? Um, so it's really me, one, creating an experience for an outsider, but also understanding and receiving that I'm protected, um, I can trust people, and it helped me step over a boundary of fear that I had been holding within myself for a very, very long time. So um, traveling has pushed that fear for, I mean, back and pushed me forward. And I want to touch on something that Zakira said, which is going back to the motherland. We as black people, a lot of our identity was taken from us, and then we have these negative identities that have been imposed on us, and that really affects your mental health. So I don't know who in the audience has been back to the continent, but if you have, you know what a transformative experience it can have and how it can help heal you, and that can also heal you mentally, you know? Have, have either of you ladies 
been, I have not been to Africa that is on my 2020 list. Um, go ahead, sorry. Have you been? No, I have, I have not, but it's on the list, so it's coming. My name is actually is African, it means gentle and sweet, one who brings life, joy, and laughter to the world. Well, then I'll talk about it, because I've been, and it's really, it really did affect my mental health to be in a space where everybody looks like you when they're doing amazing things, where the people that are doing amazing things aren't just the exception, and they aren't put on a pedestal, and, oh, well, you're one of the good ones. No, we're all good ones. And it just gives you such a sense of pride in yourself and such a sense of peace and calm to know that the things that other people are saying are you, about you aren't, aren't true. About us, not just you as a person, but about us. And that really does help shape how you feel about yourself. And when you feel good about yourself, it just, it just you know, it flows. It just flows. And also, um, traveling to the continent, getting back in touch with spirituality, like the religions that they have there. And I don't know if you guys have been anywhere. You were just speaking about, you know, going to predominantly Muslim country and tapping into that. I feel like spirituality is a big part of our mental health, especially as black people. Um, and travel, traveling to new places and learning about new cultures really can open more doors. You know, do you guys have any experiences that you want to share? I think it cultivates identity. Um, I had went to, um, it was like a meditation session, and it was the first time I had ever experienced something like this. So at first, you know, um, you have your guard up and you're like, mm -mm, I don't know about this. But um, it was like one of the most liberating experiences that I had to be connected with people who didn't look like me. Um, I think like for, Af when I think in terms of Africa, I'm going into space where I'm finding people who look more like me. But when I go to places where there are people who don't look like me, that also defines identity. Um, you, you see where you're different and you see that you need to learn more things about uh, yourself. But um, yeah. <laughs> so a big part of why I like coming to conferences like this is to get concrete gems and tools and tips to take home. So I feel like we've defined mental wellness, we've defined mental unwellness a little bit. Now for the people out here who may identify as, you know, going through escapism or going through some hardships mentally, can you guys give them some tips that they might be able to implement in their life and their travels to help them? I think, I think the first form of uh, healing is self-awareness. So um, learning how to have dialogue with yourself, connecting with people who can um, you can relate to, who will be a safe space for you, allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Um, she mentioned she mentioned sister circles um, that was transformative for me, and inner child work understanding um, the patterns um, you create, creating your thought process, and then redoing them. Um, and of course, therapy. It's five, one thing that you can see, one thing that you can feel, one thing that you can hear, one thing that you can smell, and one thing you, that you can taste. Those are the five things you can do this week, today, all while you're here at the Audacity Fest, Fest as far as um, calming down your stress levels, anxiety, or, or depression. Um, get the book. Um, it's called Keep Calm, Bring a Carry On, The Ultimate Self-Care self Guide for Travelers of Color. This book is for you. Because number one thing that we talk about, that I talk about all the time, white folks get treatment, get diagnosed all the time. 
Black folks are misdiagnosed and don't get treatment and we're treated like crap when it comes to that. So that's why it's very important that you get the books. It gives you tips. See if we have any questions. We have time for about two questions. So if you really have a question about mental health and travel. Well, hi. hi. So I'm interested as far as, um, I know you said when you travel, um, walking into a room and like you're on, um, on two walking sticks. How is it with you when you're traveling to a new place and you have physically you look quote unquote different like how is it for you showing up into a room um as far as like being you but you know like just showing up into the room for a long time it was like look at the ground don't look at people but i realized that um yes people's eyes drawn toward me but i learned to take uh, that fear and turn it into hours like okay if i have um, people's eyes on me start smiling, start treating people, um, and just, you know, reversing that energy. Um, do you have, and this is for anybody, um, tips for nervous flyers, um, especially, you know, dealing with turbulence, because this is something I fly a lot, but I'm still a very nervous flyer, so if anybody can speak to that. I wanted to add um, prayer if you're God-fearing or positive affirmations. I will make it safely to my duration. I will enjoy myself when I arrive. I will be okay. I will get to see my family again. Think of positive affirmations. That's what I feel. I would add um, a bomb ass playlist. Um, I always, before I travel, I sit the night before, think about you know the logistics of things, and then I create a depending on what my mood is, creating a playlist to kind of take my mind to another place um, when I'm actually on a flight. Uh, my suggestion is also aromatherapy. They have aromatherapy balls, different balls that's um, aromatherapies that speak to you. Also, uh, get different types of candies that you can possibly chew to get your mind off of it. They also have different types of uh, sleep water or sleep aids that can help you uh, do the travel. Like I said, there's also more tips inside the book. So I get really bad anxiety, and it's not around traveling, um, but it's. It's not around flying, sorry. It's just around traveling altogether. Um, there is, this is not, not, um, it's not FDA approved. They talk to your doctor first. Um, but there is something um, called flower essences, and it's um, Bach Rescue Remedy. Um, it doesn't interfere with medications, but like I said, talk to your doctor first. But um, just a, it's a herbal way to calm your nerves. Because um, I personally, this is personal I personally don't like hard medication I've, um, unless you necessarily have to really have it and that's also you know talk to your doctor um, there's nothing wrong with that um, but if you do want to just kind of ease yourself into maybe trying to find some holistic way to help you there are different um, vitamins adaptogens um, and different herbal remedies to help with anxiety and stress when it comes to travel all right and I think we are out of time thank you guys um, yeah, these ladies, they just want to tell you your handles, and then uh, here. I just want to jump in really quick. I have a podcast. Um, if you want to listen to my podcast, Living Legacy Podcast. Otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram at Illuminous One. I-L-L-U-M-I-N-O-U-S-O-N-E. I also have postcards for another podcast called Silent the Shame. It's a nonprofit that focuses on mental and emotional health. I have those if you want to find out about it. It's founded by music... Um, Hit music industry veteran Shanti Das. 
I am on Instagram and I just recently launched my website. Uh, Instagram handle is PSVOEL, PSVOEL, and then the website is www.psvoel.com. And yeah. Um, my information is available on Facebook and Instagram as Work in Play Co. That's W O R K N Play P L A Y Co. That's on Instagram and Facebook. Um, my organization is called Awareness After Dark. That's on, um, just like it's spelled, Awareness After Dark, on Instagram and Facebook. And I also go by Volunteer Adventures with Jen. And that's it. Thank you for listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraMayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com. <laughs>